The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 73, Monday, June 11th, 2007. So, uh, a couple of weeks ago on the Speed Channel, every year they have this uh, uh, car auction of yeah. classic, you know, collector cars, always a lot of muscle cars. You know, I love watching it because I love muscle, you know, the old cars and all that. And, you know, they have celebrities there, you know, they, Tim Allen and, and Goldberg, the wrestler, and... Uh, gold, gold dust. <laughs> no, not gold dust. Uh, Tim Allen, uh, you know, um, who else usually has cars there? Nicholas Cage was there at one point. John Chenna. Who? The wrestler. John Cena. The guy who's like, he thought he was in the Olympics or something. That was Kurt Angle. I'm all confused. <laughs> you are totally out of touch with 21st century American pop culture and society. Kurt, Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle. Whose last name is Angle? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So, you know, they have this show, and uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Carol Shelby. So, anyway, so Carol Shelby is this famous uh, uh, car builder... And he builds, you know, build like special edition of the Mustang and this and that for all these years. So back in the late 60s, he developed this car, which was basically an English bodied sports car. Uh, but he put this enormous American uh, V8 in there. It was super fast. It was a Shelby Cobra. Well, he had one called, he actually only built two of them called the Super Snake, which was ridiculously fast. Very, very rare. And there was only one in existence. Um, which he owned, and he auctioned it off. Some of them, a lot of money went to charity. Went for like five million dollars. It was like huge, record-setting, whatever. It turns out the second one that he built—I don't know if you can believe this—he actually built it, and it was bought by Bill Cosby. Real fast race car, Theo. So Bill Cosby bought this thing, took it home. And returned it two days later. What? Because it was so fast, he was scared of it. <laughs> he was scared of it. Yes. Wow. So, you know, the cars were trying to drive this thing. What was he doing in this thing? Picture pages. <laughs> so, I can't imagine him driving fast. <laughs> Because he's probably like laying down asleep in the in like dri- like driving totally asleep. <laughs> Rudy. So it turns out that the guy, another guy, bought the car and was going on a, a cliff near a cliff. Was going fast, went off the cliff, and crashed and died. Wow! See, and he knew. Bill Cosby knew. So. <laughs> I mean, it just it just begs the question: Why is it these people that get these ridiculously fast, super fast cars drive near cliffs? Why do you do that? It just doesn't make any sense. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Um, speaking of movies that are coming back, coming back, 
One of them was announced a couple of weeks ago by my man, David Duchovny, The X-Files. Oh, yeah? Yes. Wow. Movie or series? Uh, the movie. Wow. Uh, Duchovny, Gillian Anderson are going to do it. It's just a matter of Chris Carter and uh, the other guy, Frank Spotnik's, uh, coming up with a script and getting the ball rolling. Because uh, I'll tell you what, none of those people are doing anything else these days. So I'm excited. I'm going to have Mulder back. Everything's looking good. Uh, everything's aligning in the movie world for me, except <laughs> for one thing. There's just one more that I need. One more. <laughs> what? 2008, they're supposed to remake Star Trek. They're going to redo it. J.J. Uh, Abrams of Lost and of Alias, the ABC shows. He's going to, I guess, direct it. He wrote the script. And it's, quote, a re some kind of reimagining of the original series. Um, I'm uh, a, a lot more concerned <laughs> over that than anything they're doing with Transformers. I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, you know, recasting, you know, Kirk and Spock. What, they're not getting Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner? Well, they're old. <laughs> they can't play the same characters at 20 years of age. But all right, so again, the producers and whatever, they did meet, you know, over the last few months. They've met with Leonard Nimoy. They've met with William Shatner. And, you know, they keep saying that they want to have them in the movie somehow. Yeah. But, you know, Shatner's saying, I haven't heard anything. So uh, that's the one thing, because I have been part of this, this Internet-led coalition, this fight to avenge the death of Captain James T. Kirk, <laughs> who was killed in Star Trek Generations, which should have been burned and never put on screen, but it was. Wow. I was killed in Star Trek movie, and I've spent the last 10 years... Trying to get back into Star Trek movie. So, again, there's been a big fight to get him back, get Kirk back alive. That's just, I just want to, Kirk, Spock, I don't care if you have to have some time traveling or whatever, just get those two guys, if it takes five minutes, get them in there. Yeah. So, yes, X-Files are coming back, and something that we actually just found out the other day, but it's been in the news well, wait, I just realized, talking about Leonard Nimoy, he actually did the voice of Galvatron in the old Transformers movie. Yes, he did. Galvatron took the place of Megatron. They could have gotten him to do the voice. Oh, man, no. He did a good voice. That what? Galvatron was horrible. Starscream, I'll kill you. This is bad comedy. I mean, he sounds like uh, George Carlin or something. Or <laughs> They could have gotten him. I would rather have George Carlin as the voice of Megatron. <laughs> rather have Louis Anderson as the voice of Megatron. No. Louis Anderson. Soundwave, eject the laser beak and fetch me a hamburger. Or Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, uh, we need more energon tubes in here, Andy. <laughs> nip it, Starscream, nip it. <laughs> so anyways, what are you going to say? Another movie? <laughs> yes, yeah, so another movie. Of course, 
We loved his original movie. His sequel was a pile of elephant droppings. <laughs> because it had elephant droppings in it. But uh. <laughs> And of course, we loved his TV show. Pee Wee Herman. Ah, yes. He's coming back. <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse the movie. Ah. Paul Rubens is making it. Pee-wee's Playhouse, the movie, it is coming back. Nice. I can't even imagine what this thing is going to have in it. Because according to what I've heard, he's bringing all the talking furniture back in. <laughs> Cherry the chair. Cherry, Globy. Conky the robot. <laughs> Conky. I wonder if they'll have that Mikalika High Mikahiniho guy. <laughs> Jombie the genie. Jombie, yes. Will they have the hobo? <laughs> That's my question. You know what he would say? Yes, he would. Jimmy Crack Corn! No. And I don't care! <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I really doubt Lawrence Fishburne's going to do it. Why? He could. As Cowboy Curtis, I really doubt it, no. Yeah, and uh, Morgan Freeman is the king of cartoons. Oh, why would he do that? Or Francis Buxton. We can have him, even though he wasn't on the show. He's not doing anything. No. But, uh, yeah, I, again, I think, um, I think, you know, I think if I were him, I would actually, I would make a proper sequel to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I would make Pee Wee's Big Adventure 2. Yeah, that would be cool. I would not make Pee-wee's Playhouse the movie. Francis Buxton, he was Mark Holton. He was also in Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2. Yes, he was, yes. <laughs> and Stooge Mania. He was in Stooge Mania. In, in Teen Wolf, um, he was on the basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is absolutely ridiculous to have this ridiculous, you know, overweight, out of shape, 30-year-old guy pretending to be a high school basketball player. Well, it was funny. Oh, it was ridiculous. Actually, speaking of Teen Wolf, I've heard that they're going to remake that. No. Oh. And apparently they're talking about the, the guy that plays uh, uh, Clark Kent on Smallville, Tom Welling, may uh, uh, play the part of uh, formerly played by uh, uh, Michael J. Fox and Jason Bateman. Is that his name? Jason Bateman? Yeah, he was awful. As in oh, part yeah, I know. Two. He was terrible. He was awful. And I like Jason Bateman. I like Jason Bateman. In Teen Wolf 2, he was awful. Yeah, he was terrible. Terrible. It just wasn't for him. Well, even the costume, the, the, <laughs> the wolf makeup was horrible. Well, it was it was really cheaply done. Yeah. It was well, obviously, obviously, you know, when they didn't have Michael J. Fox or... I like the in the original. I like the guy that plays Styles. Very funny. On IMDb, under the trivia section of Howard the Duck, widely considered one of the biggest movie bombs. Mm. It had an overall budget of $37 million in 1986, 
And the box office gross was $16 million, a loss of $21 million. Yeah. According to reports, at the time of the movie's release, again, 1986, George Lucas was heavily in debt, having just built a $50 million Skywalker ranch complex, and was counting on Howard the Duck to get him out of debt. Well, then I mean, now you know why he's been cashing in on Star Wars well, for so long. <laughs> when the movie bombed, he was forced to start selling off assets to stay afloat. His friend Steve Jobs, the CEO of Apple Computer, offered to help by buying Lucasfilm's newly launched computer graphics animation division for a price well above market value. And George Lucas, in desperate straits and thankful for the assistance, agreed. That division went on to become Pixar Animation. Hmm. Which was bought by Disney, and now they're not even with Disney anymore. So could you imagine if George Lucas still owned Pixar? <laughs> It'd be a disaster. Yeah, well, they would spend 24 hours a day changing the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, with George Lucas, I don't know if you saw the Academy Awards ceremony on, it was on February 25th. No. 2007, the Oscars. No, I don't care. So, uh, for the award for achievement in directing, you had Babel, that movie Babel. I thought Babel. it was Babel. Babel, whatever. Babel? It's Spanish, I don't know. No, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Babar? <clears throat> no. <laughs> the elephant cartoon? Stop. The one cartoon HBO, the HBO, like one cartoon ever was Babar. The Departed, Letters from Iwo Jima, Mm. The Queen, and United 93. So, of course, they get different people to come out and present the awards. So for this award, they brought out Steven Spielberg. um, Why am I drawing a blank? Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. And George Lucas to present the award. Right. And to announce the nominees. So the three of them came out onto the stage, and they were doing their little shtick. Their shtick. And Steven Spielberg said something like, remember what it felt like to win your first directing Oscar? And Francis Ford Coppola's like, yeah, yeah, it's a good feeling. You can't beat that feeling. And, uh, and George, Lucas, <laughs> George Lucas is standing behind them and said, hey, I never won a directing award. <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, Martin Scorsese won his first Academy Award for directing. First the Red Sox, now Martin Scorsese. <laughs> what? Anyway, I, I was going to say, um, they're making this live-action Transformers movie. Uh, you know, back in the 80s, they made that live-action He-Man movie. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren and... Which was a disaster. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, and... and uh, the Popeye movie. Oh, my God. Which we talked about. <laughs> um, you know, all you know, this live-action, car- you know, cartoon live-action, you know, Flintstones, and... So, they never made a G.I. Joe uh, live-action movie. And I never understood that. Actually, although there was there was a time in the in the mid '90s where there was a lot of buzz that they were going Hasbro was going to do it, 
And they were go and, and and I'm glad that they didn't do this. Even though I like him as an actor, they were going to make the live action movie and there was not going to be GI Joe characters. There it was going to be a character called GI Joe starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, there's no <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I'm G.I. Joe, David. I'm G.I. Joe. You're Joe. G.I. Joe, as the announcer says in the cartoon's theme song, G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring special mission force. Highly trained special mission force. Yes. That's the group's name. That would be idiot. Well, that, well you had that movie, G.I. Jane. Ugh. So I, I guess that's sort of like a live-action G.I. Joe, except with a woman. No. <laughs> um, you had all that, and uh, they never made it. And you know, I'm looking around the internet, and I, I can't believe this. That Was there a fan movie? Yes! Wow! There is a couple of, Starring like... Starring Christian Slater? No. There's a couple of fan films. Louis Anderson? No. <sighs> There's a couple of fan films, and it's time to play the field. Uh, um, a couple of fan. Go eat something. So, yeah, so GI Joe live action fan films, but they these people make these fan films, and all it is is like a guy dressed in like army camouflage or whatever, traipsing through the forest. And then, like, a gang of, like, militia attacking. And they call this G.I. Joe. <laughs> We're snake guys. Oh, and there's nothing. There's We're no other wrecked. characters. There's no... There's no... Uh, uh, Scarlet. <laughs> there's no... Uh, uh, there's no costumes or anything. And they're shooting uh, um, machine guns with bullets, not laser beams. Oh. But anyway, there is one... Uh, G.I. Joe fan film that I found that anybody's ever made that they actually have people like as the characters. Oh, okay. They have somebody as Duke, somebody as Lady J, some guy dressed up as Snake Eyes. Um, and then on the Cobra side, they have this horrendous looking Cobra Commander. Is Cobra Commander wearing the helmet mask or the cloth mask? <laughs> nah, he's wearing some kind of a helmet. It, it looks like some kind of a garbage pail on a guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good, but... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what what was it actually. I think it's called like G.I. Joe and the Secret of the Stone or something. What stone? <laughs> Secret <laughs> stone. Come on. It's too generic. I think that's what it was called. The, I mean, the other ones are... There was these ones they made, actually, two of them. And these people are, like, raving about it. And I'm like, this is not G.I. Joe. Was Maybe it they good? Didn't... No. It's terrible. Is the video quality good? I guess. Or is, it like, or is it, like, homemade looking? No, the video quality is fine. The sound quality is not good. Because, again, in these fan films... They don't understand that there's nothing wrong when you're on location outside in the mountains. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with dubbing the actors' voices over it afterwards. That's called movie making. Yeah, well, it's called looping. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. But these people don't do it. So basically, you can't hear what the guy's saying because he's standing on the top of a mountain and the camera's... <laughs> 
200 feet away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the, the bad one is called G.I. Joe Special Missions. I did not like those at all. Yeah. Uh, the other one is like, it's Secret of, let me see here. Uh, no, wait, it was the Secret of the Stone. Some, something with a stone. Let me see here. Oh, Battle for the Serpent Stone. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was uh, pretty good. You know, Mick, like Vince McMahon, because they, they had this big deal at the WrestleMania where, where him and, and uh, Donald Trump, one of them was going to get their head shaved. Well, I mean, obviously it was going to be Vince McMahon and we weren't going to shave Donald Trump's head. Yeah, what ended up happening with that? Well, yeah, Vince McMahon got his head shaved. What, Donald Trump beat him? I don't know. They, they each had a wrestler wrestling in their place. Oh. Okay, yeah, like they were really gonna wrestle. <laughs> I would Donald love to Trump. see if they did. I would have ordered that pay per view. His hair would have looked like Bill Murray's hair in Kingpin, <laughs> where where the comb over like came undone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that'd be fine. But uh, our old friend K Fed, lame the, idiot of two thousand five, <laughs> right? Also in our hall of lame. Yes. And, um, you know, we were, you know, before making fun of Garth Brooks because he's bald. Uh, how about Britney Spears? Oh, what? God. You know what? Wait a minute. The last 12 months have been full of completely insane, psychotic celebrities. Yeah. Tom Cruise, Britney Spears, Angelina Jolie. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. It's Paris like, what, Hilton. What is going on with these people? Yeah, these people are insane. Doesn't make any sense. I know. They're, you know, they're all on drugs or drinking. You know, you got Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel. Ha, but Winona Ryder shoplifting. And, the thing with Britney Spears, I don't understand. Several years ago, she was one of the top pop singers. <laughs> And within the course of a couple of years, has completely degenerated into a psychotic, fat, worthless mess. <laughs> and now bald. Yeah. Who's, you know, letting her baby drive the car and doing all these <laughs> things. Like, how did that happen? She, Her career is over. Yeah. Yeah, she's still rich. Yeah, but she destroyed her whole entire career within the matter of like two years. Wow, well, that was going to happen anyway. She couldn't. Her new material stunk. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin Federline, this guy is a real lame out. Yeah, he gets a divorce from her, and he's only getting a million dollars. Good. Stupid. That's what he gets. Yeah. Well, he has all of his popo zow money. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> or that biography he's supposed to be coming out with. <laughs> the real, the, it was like Kevin Federline, uh, you know, exposed. His story before he met Britney Spears. <laughs> like anybody even cares. Uh, yeah, we talked about that in episode 53. Mm-hmm.
is a disaster. 